es el día festivo. Todos esperamos celebrar con amigos y familiares y compartir la alegría y calidez de la temporada. Recordemos celebrar responsablemente. Las fiestas son risas, alegría y momentos de crear recuerdos y es normal disfrutar de una bebida o dos. Pero es importante recordar que la moderación es clave. A continuación, algunos consejos que te ayudarán a celebrar responsablemente. Si vas a salir, planifica con anticipación y designa un conductor o un servicio de viaje compartido. Ponte un límite, anticipa cuántas bebidas tomarás y respétalo. Puedes alternar bebidas alcohólicas con agua o bebidas sin alcohol. Celebrar responsablemente, fiestas llenas de alegría, amor y momentos maravillosos te mantendrán a ti y a tus seres queridos seguros y darás un ejemplo a los que te rodean. Salud. Te deseamos unas celebraciones seguras. Felices fiestas. Es un mensaje de día yo y el Consorcio Multicultural para el Consumo Responsable. Más información en drinkiq.com. Well, well, shopping for a car? Yep, Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm, doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful the, uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal, stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. The Single Storm Podcast. How many of you remember the Tea Party? The Tea Party was huge at one point, and the reason why it was huge is because a significant number of people, mostly on the conservative side of the ledger, but there were some Democrats, who were also very upset with status quo, with what was going on in this country, and how individuals who claimed to be representing us weren't. Uh, Tea Party, T-E-A, taxed enough already. There are, dare I say, some Democrats who still believe in their bottom lines. I don't know how many are left, actually. But there are some who believe that the government isn't suffering from a lack of funds. The government is suffering from a lack of priorities. And our people should be the priority. Uh, at least when we're giving up our hard-earned tax money, we expect our people to be the priorities. But sadly, far too many of these politicians are putting uh, their their own priorities ahead of ours. So the Tea Party, remember all that momentum it had? It was sending shockwaves through the Republican Party because a, a lot of the conservative base, which made up the Tea Party, had grown tired of this, hey, you know what? We're going to fight. Uh, we're we're going to fight the Democrats. It's, it's coming, I promise. And tomorrow never came. There was never any time that was good as far as the Republicans were concerned to stand up to Democrats. So the Tea Party really threatened to upset the Mitch McConnell apple cart, the John Cornyn apple cart, by saying, no, I think we're going to have to insist that when you say you're a Republican or you're a conservative, that you actually 
act on that. But Mitch McConnell, rather adeptly, infiltrated, co-opted, and took that energy of the Tea Party. And then once once he did so, once he co-opted it, then he began to dismantle it. And now the Tea Party, it's you hardly hear about it because it's not relevant anymore. It was it was defanged by by sellouts uh, in the Republican Party who claimed, "Oh yes, 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 we want we we want that energy. We we want to hear what you have to say." And all they did was infiltrate the Tea Party and they dismantled it from within. And pretty soon it didn't stand for anything just like the modern day Republican Party doesn't stand for anything. And voila, the end of the Tea Party and the the end of a movement. And now, of course, it was reborn in the Make America Great Again movement, the America First movement, because those people still were disaffected. They just didn't have a banner to go under. The Tea Party was dead. So some of you might be wondering, hey, why is he going over all of this? Well, there's another one of these movements called the Freedom Caucus movements. It's it's centered in in the political realm. And if you're a member of the Freedom Caucus, you you are never, never a Democrat because they don't believe in that anymore. <laughs> so you're exclusively drawing from the Republican side of the ledger when you are part of the Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus, however, is, is not a trademark, meaning anybody can can become the Freedom Caucus. And that's what some of these pro-Democrat Republicans have done. They've infiltrated. They've infiltrated the Freedom Caucus and they've made it stand for nothing so that people go, oh man, there, there's just nothing. There, there's nothing to the Freedom Caucus because they don't do anything. So I'm going to abandon the Freedom Caucus and go find something else. And again, it's mission accomplished. That, that means there's no unifying principles to go against these gutless rudderless Republicans who get up every day trying to find a Democrat butt cheek on which to firmly affix their lips. So the Freedom Caucus has been infiltrated on in many states, including in the state of Texas. This is an excerpt from uh, a Freedom Caucus discussion. Who put this out? This was uh, a Moment of Truth podcast. And there was a conversation that was being had with Andy Roth about the Freedom Caucus, the caucuses across the nation. It was very instructive. Listen to this discussion, how it went back and forth. Um, there is one case study where, uh, you know, this didn't go as well. Um, you know, Texas had a Texas Freedom Caucus, and, yeah. um, you know, it started a little bit before all of this. It started, I think, in 2018 or, or maybe even before that. Um, talk me through how, how you guys think through that case study what what exactly happened there and, and why did that example of a freedom caucus not do as well as some of these examples that you're, you're thinking of yeah so we don't have a copyright on the freedom caucus name um i wish we did but we don't and so there are a lot of states that have so-called freedom caucuses um i think there's one in new hampshire north carolina um a couple states out west and texas and that doesn't mean that they're automatically in the State Freedom Caucus Network just because they use that brand. They have to come to us, um, show that they have a willingness to, to work with us and um, do all the things that are part of our vetting process. Yeah. So in other words, you've got to have values. You just can't slap the 
Freedom Caucus label and say, oh, yeah, well, you get to, uh, your Freedom Caucus and, and get to use their name and get to use those principles, and not by principles, but get to use the name to con your electorate into thinking that you're standing for something you really aren't. And, and that's what a lot of these Freedom Caucuses have done across, this, across the states, recognizing they're a threat to the establishment of Republicans' ability to deliver for Democrats which is what their number one priority is, delivering for Democrats. So when you start getting these movements that take away money, support, votes from establishment Republicans, they start working to undermine those movements, whether it be the Tea Party, whether it be the Freedom Caucus, and it's happened here in Texas. When we reached out to the Texas Freedom Caucus folks, it was clear that they didn't really want to actually fight um, but they liked the idea of being part of the network because of all the benefits that come with it. Um, and so we were like, well, sorry, we can't work with you guys because you're, you're clearly not trying to actually fight for conservative values. And we've seen that play out in the in this year's session in Texas. Yeah. The, the most left-wing, anti-Texan, anti-American legislative session that I have ever seen since I've been a Texan. And uh, many people who are lifelong Texans have told me that they have never seen the Republicans deliver a such a pro-Democrat, anti-American, anti-Texas legislative session as we just saw in the regular session in, in this last go-around. And, the, and by the way, Brian Harrison just resigned from the Freedom Caucus in Texas because it's not, it's not the Freedom Caucus that, and because it doesn't have the values of this national state Freedom Caucus network. They, their expressed desire in the Freedom Caucus in Texas is to undermine conservatives, backstab conservatives, make sure conservatives get none of their priorities passed so that and nothing gets in their way of delivering for Democrats. The Charlie Garens of the world, the Dade Feelings of the world, the Dustin, Dustin Burroughs of the world. They, they want to make sure that their left wing buddies are well taken care of. So they co-opted the Freedom Caucus. And then the, the people who are in charge of the, the actual Freedom Caucus that have principles outlined and what you're supposed to live up to. And this, this is the whole thing. This is exactly what Dade Phelan and Dustin Burroughs and uh, Todd Hunter and all the rest of these and the 21 Republicans who voted against uh, parental school choice and education freedom. They don't want you to judge them. They just want you to leave them alone so they can parlay their their positions in government into paydays for themselves. And nobody does it better. Nope. Nobody parlays a government job into a payday better than the Democrats. And they're and the Republicans want a piece of it too. They these so-called Republicans who really are Democrats, but they couldn't get elected as Democrats, so they call themselves Republicans in the state of Texas. So anything that's a threat to them, exposing the game, whether it be the Chris Salcedo show whether it be the Salcedo Storm podcast, whether it be actual conservatives in the legislature, these cats are out there trying to take them out. And folks, this is this is a great case study as to what we are fighting. Now, all week long, we have had so far on the Salcedo Storm podcast, politicians. We've been bringing up some of the big issues that confront our nation, in particular, illegal immigration, and of course, the debauchery of the Biden regime. Now, what about the state of Texas? Well, I think we're going to bring on an aspiring politician here in the state of Texas, somebody who wants to bring 
oh, I don't know, maybe these conservative principles to make sure that they are well represented inside of government. And somebody who's going to say, hey, wait a minute, to up to another so-called Republican when they're not behaving as a Republican, you are not a Freedom Caucus person. You are not a conservative. You are not actually upholding standards that you ran on, that you promised your constituents you would run on. So we're going to talk to somebody who wants to go to Austin and maintain their faith with their voters and then also insist that those who are Republicans who are working to betray their voters in service to socialists, that they get called out. It's all coming up on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Does the state of the economy have your head spinning? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Tucker Carlson's getting a wake-up call with his experience with Fox News. I've had a couple. When DirecTV stopped carrying Newsmax, I said to myself, Self, why am I funding AT&T, DirecTV's parent company? So I made the switch to Patriot Mobile. I thought it was silly to send my money to those who were actively hurting me. I was also taught a very valuable lesson about independence, the foundational principles of the United States of America. And Patriot Mobile backs those values too. Faith, freedom, prosperity. When you make the switch at patriotmobile.com slash storm, you're supporting your values, you're supporting a company that gives millions of dollars to the causes that you and I support, and you're also helping your liberty-loving Latino's voice stay free and independent. You'll also get an industry-leading coverage guarantee and discounts for multi-line users, veterans, first responders, active military. Why fund the woke one day longer? Switch to Patriot Mobile. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or just go to patriotmobile.com. Storm. Use my promo code STORM to get free activation. Make the switch to Patriot Mobile. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to TexasScorecard.com today. Running for office isn't easy. And I want to step in the gap. Some claim that. Some mean it. John Cornyn wandered around this entire state saying that he was a conservative this and conservative that, believing you were all so stupid that all he had to do was throw out the word conservative and you'd believe him. And frankly, he came on this show and said conservative this and conservative that, and we took him at his word, and it was probably a mistake on my part, taking John Cornyn at his word, and we're all paying for it. We're all paying for trusting John Cornyn, not knowing who he really was, so we, we have to vet better. Let me talk to somebody who wants to be a state senator in this in this fine state of Texas. Dr. Carrie Demore is a lifelong native Texan, Christian, conservative, Republican, and an emergency room physician who is running for the Texas Senate in District 30. She's a passionate advocate for border security, election integrity, medical freedom, and conservative values, she says. Doctor, welcome to the Salcedo Storm Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, the the house the house killed a Texas border patrol. 
but it did approve a law that criminalizes illegal aliens in the state of Texas. What else do you think Texas ought to be doing to to make sure that illegal aliens are not made easy in, in their law-breaking in Texas? Well, I got to tell you, like, as an emergency room physician, I am seeing a, you know, this every single day, issues coming from the border. I'm seeing fentanyl overdoses. Um, even in Frisco, where I live, um, I'm seeing... Uh, human trafficking. I had a recent really terrible experience with a, a young girl that I saw in the emergency department that was trafficked with her mother. And, um, you know, really is just continuing to, you know, shine a light on this for me, how important it is. And, and emergency medicine gives me such a such a view on this. And and I think, you know, it's, when we're doing things that will help deter people from coming here, that's great. But one of the things I think that people need to understand is we are not humanitarian. We are not doing good things by allowing people across our border, period, in the first place. These people are not coming across for free. We are, they are coming across enslaved. They are coming across um, and, and, and entering this um, arena where they're being trafficked, where they're you know, in, in this abusive environment. And, and quite frankly, there's not a lot that's being done. I saw with that trafficked child, um, ended up calling um, for help from authorities, and they actually did absolutely nothing um, to the traffickers. So I really support that. But I think, you know, we have to strengthen the border ourselves. Unfortunately, we clearly cannot wait on the Biden administration or the federal government to do the job for us. And one of the things I think we might be able to do is strengthen our Texas Guard to go down and help to secure our border with the personnel and get our border closed because we need to make sure the only way through the, to Texas is through the front door the correct way and stop this. It's insanity and it's hurting not only, you know, our native Texans and people here, it's not good for these people either that are coming across the border. No, you're right. The, the, the death rate for the illegal aliens has skyrocketed courtesy of Democrats. And, you know, what do Democrats care? It's just a bunch of brown people, a bunch of uh, foreigners coming into the United States for their electoral benefit, they believe. They don't care how many of them have to die, how many children are sex trafficked into the United States or sent into forced labor. The Democrats have a political agenda and uh, they will cut through human tissue. If I can uh, appeal to your medical background, they will cut through human tissue to get what they want. And I don't believe Republicans ought to be accommodating to them. Speaking of which, Lois Kolkhorst, she would, if you win the Senate seat 30, she'll be one of your colleagues in the Senate. And she authored a bill and it was very common sense. The bill said we should prevent enemies of the United States from buying land in Texas. You know, we're talking about communist China, about, about uh, mother Russia, about the people's Republic of Iran. However, Dade Phelan, Dustin Burroughs, and Todd Hunter, they killed that common sense conservative bill from the, from the Texas Senate to make sure that America's enemies could continue to compromise our food supply, spy on our people, and spy on our military installations. So what, what do you make of the House's actions, and would you be a supporter if Lois Kolkhorst refiles that bill? Well, first of all, 100% would I support that. I think we need to follow um, what Arkansas and some others have done to completely have a zero tolerance on the, any foreign entities buying um, Texas land. Um, China should not be coming in. I think probably part of this, we've really got to start looking at people's conflicts of interest that they have. 
Um, look what their family business is. Look and see, you know, are, are they blocking bills? That Because these are their investors. I actually used to, um, my previous company um, was in emergency medicine, um, freestanding emergency rooms. And so I dealt a bit with um, development on the real estate side. And I was approached um, years ago in the mid, probably around 2016-17 and told, hey, you know, you can get some Chinese investors. They'll come over here and they'll buy the building for you. And I was like, what? Um, that doesn't sound like something I want to be involved in. But you start to realize, if you follow the money, why that might be and why people may be um, you know, more prone to try to kill bills like that if you're killing their investment flow and their money into their business. So I think that could be you know, part of the reason that got killed. I think that... Um, we absolutely have to have zero tolerance on this, and I would 100% Senator Cole Corston that and, and co-sponsor and help her with that agenda. Because, again, I think our border issue and securing our land from, from foreign uh, people coming in and taking over basically by buying our land is one of our greatest threats to our democracy and to, and to our state and to yeah. our country. Well, with U.S. Steel now uh, up being up for sale to an ally, Japan, a lot of people are starting to say, what are we doing uh, Dr. Carrie Demore is our guest. She's running for Senate District 30 uh, in the uh, in the Texas Senate. And yeah, by the way, if you do get up to 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 Austin, you might want to also look at the so-called higher education's ties to communist China and how they may be compromising America's national security. Uh, you know, doing so grubbing for money from these deadly racist communists who are over in China. Uh, the price tag. For the Paxton impeachment, it sits at $4.3 million and counting. The lieutenant governor says the cost to taxpayers, he believes, is, is much, much more. The House has refused thus far to provide a complete accounting, according to the lieutenant governor's office. Now, it is a crime punishable up to a year in jail under Texas Government Code Section 321.019 to, to not allow access to documents requested by the state auditor pursuant to an audit what's your read on the lack of transparency that is apparently coming from the house as it pertains to what they did with the 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 falsely predicated paxton impeachment well i think a lot of this is because before the vote went down and they impeached a lot of us were calling our um our house members and saying hey you know, this, this settlement, this $3.3 million, that's really, if you look at the overall Texas budget, it's really disingenuous to say, you know, that that's a huge burden on the taxpayers. If you really look at it, it was like, I don't know, maybe like a few cents a Texan or something like that. And if you've been involved in litigation before and you understand, sometimes people settle just to to, to save money and to do what was best on behalf of, you know, the entity representing. And I think that's what the attorney general's office did at that time. Yeah, Abbott did and, it. Bush did it. I mean, it, it's, it is, it has been a time honor tradition uh, rather than go through lengthy litigation and expense to, to settle with, with complainants and, and, and move on. And, but by the way, you mentioned the 3.3 million that was the settlement, the, what Dade Phelan, and his left-wing lieutenants spent on the impeachment eclipse that eclipse that dollar figure and and is still counting by the way absolutely and i think you know that we've only hit the surface of it and i think that's why they don't want to bring it out because we they know we called them on it before it went down we said this isn't this isn't 
even what you're you're going to spend so much more just going after this when we could have had this completely finished. You were not acting as a good fiduciary on this half of the state no. of Texas, and they know no. it. Well, yeah, they, they, they weren't putting people under oath. They wanted them to be able to say, to throw as much dirt up against the wall or much poop up against the wall to see what would stick. And then when they got under oath, a lot of these people, these co-conspirators, changed their stories. But how concerned were you to learn that Dade Phelan and his left-wing lieutenants in the Texas House actually diverted taxpayer money in this effort post-impeachment post, uh, to left-wing causes? To left-wing entities. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the kind of thing that's that's really at the crux of it, and why you know you start to understand why they are going after A.G. Paxton, who's our most effective attorney general in the country. You start to understand these things, right? When we look at all the Democrat chairs that mm-hmm. have been um, put in, in power, we've started to cower to it. I've been asked by a lot of people. They're like, well. What do you think about, you know, working and compromise with the other side? And I say, you know, there are certain things maybe we can compromise on where we can all agree on, sure. But when it comes to our priorities as conservatives, when it comes to what we believe in, we should have a zero compromise to- policy here. Uh, well, wait a minute. So- I, I, I want to stop you there because you took me right where I wanted to go. Carrie Demore is our guest. She's running in District 30, Senate District 30. Look. Lois Kolkhorst, I'm going to bring her back up because this puts an exclamation point on what you're talking about. She she busted her rear end to put together this bill. They all do. Angela Paxton, all these senators, they work for two years. They research, they get the, the proper, the, the, the proper uh, language, and they put together these bills that help expand freedom for Texas and expand freedom for our people. And, and then to have some... Democrat leftist put in power by an alleged Republican just kill it in a community in a committee rather. So, what would be your reaction if you if, if let's say you're the senator from District 30 in the future and you bust your rear, your staff bust their rear, and you put together a great piece of legislation? It's gonna it's gonna benefit the people of Texas. Then you see it go over to the Texas House where Dade Phelan or some left-wing so-called Republican speaker has allowed a Democrat to kill it because Democrats are anti-American and and anti-Texan. What would your reaction be? Well, I would be extremely upset. And I think, you know, first of all, just call them out and call them on the carpet. Anybody who is, you know, helping the other side out, we need to identify them and make sure the voters know it is not their job to go and help the Democrats. Republicans elected them. Their job is to go make sure they're representing those values and, and following what the people who elected them want. So I think making very sure that people know exactly who they are, calling them on the carpet and saying, look, these guys aren't who they say they are. They are helping the other side. They're not upholding our principles. That's a rhino over there and work on trying to get him out next. I'm not sure that there's much you can do procedurally once it gets killed on the other side, but I think calling attention to it and not just rolling over and saying, oh, well, we'll try again. I think we have to be um, very transparent and make sure voters know who's representing them and, and what they can do to change that. Well, if you do get the Senate, there's something you could do proactively. You could call out this process that allows the Democrats to choose the Republican speaker. You can call out that process and say only Republicans should have a vote on who the Republican speaker is in the majority, if they happen to be in the majority. And 
maybe when you, if you get there, if you get there, doctor, um, maybe working on a solution because you have a, a keen insight, working on a solution to protect Texas from the ravages of Obamacare. Uh, Dr. Carrie Damore, she's a lifelong native Texan, Christian conservative Republican, and she is running in Senate District 30. Where can folks go if they want to, uh, if they want to check out your, your website and maybe support your candidacy? Yeah, you can just go and visit uh, my campaign website. It is www.carriedemore.com and you can follow me on X at CDemoreMD. And I uh, would love to have you support and, and come out and learn more about us. Thank you, doctor. Appreciate the time. Thank you. I know there are folks out there who don't want to hear this. I, I know that there are folks who don't want to hear that it is up to we the people to make sure these politicians deliver on what they say they're going to deliver on. They don't run us. We're supposed to run them. And it's not enough just to have some some guy like like your liberty-loving Latino here trying to hold their feet to the fire. If I am holding a politician's feet to the fire, that's I'm one vote. They need to have thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands if you're on the national level, of people holding them accountable. Thousands here in the state of Texas on your local district levels or your, your mayors, but without the credibility of people and their vote and their voice, all of the calling out these issues on media and on social media does us very little good. I mean, Rush Limbaugh, when, when he was alive, he... He said, look, I, I, I have the, the biggest talk radio audience in existence, and he couldn't stop by himself Barack Hussein Obama. He couldn't stop him. Folks, we have got to, as a people, start unifying around principles that make us Americans. And when our politicians don't behave as Americans, don't adhere and live up to those principles— if you're a Republican, there are principles you have to live up to. And no amount of BS is going to basically exonerate you from not living up to those, especially when we're uncovering the fact that it's all planned, that it's all being worked out, that we're being gamed, we're being scammed by the very people that we are trusting to, quote, represent us in government. Can't be allowed, folks. Visit TexasScoreCard.com to be up to speed on some of those issues where you can hold your politicians' feet to the fire. Also, pay a visit to chrissalcedo.com. That's how you follow me on social media. That's where we're doing our best to make sure that you're informed about what's happening out there. Until we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people, stay vigilant out there, my friends. Es el día festivo. Todos esperamos celebrar con amigos y familiares y compartir la alegría y calidez de la temporada. Recordemos celebrar responsablemente. Las fiestas son risas, alegría y momentos de crear recuerdos y es normal disfrutar de una bebida o dos. Pero es importante recordar que la moderación es clave. A continuación, algunos consejos que te ayudarán a celebrar responsablemente. Si vas a salir, planifica con anticipación y designa un conductor o un servicio de viaje compartido. Ponte un límite, anticipa cuántas bebidas tomarás y respétalo. Puedes alternar bebidas alcohólicas con agua o bebidas sin alcohol. Celebrar responsablemente, fiestas llenas de alegría, amor y momentos maravillosos te mantendrán a ti y a tus seres queridos seguros y darás un ejemplo a los que te rodean. Salud. Te deseamos unas celebraciones seguras. Felices fiestas. 
es un mensaje de Diageo y el Consorcio Multicultural para el Consumo Responsable. Más información en drinkiq.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.